You are listening to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators Podcast with President and Founder Elizabeth Inman and co-host Kim Spence-Mullen. This podcast provides a variety of topics that affect you as a federal employee. Our mission at Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators is to get to know you and understand your needs, wants, and long-term goals. Now, let's join Elizabeth and Kim. Welcome back, friends, to the Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators podcast, and we welcome you wherever you happen to be listening today from Maine to Montana, (laughs) from Arkansas to Alabama, or (laughs) Oklahoma to Oregon, wherever you may be. We happen to be sitting in Oklahoma right now, and it is December And the year is quickly winding up. I mean, you know, Elizabeth, as we kind of plan and talk through some of the things that we're going to talk about in our podcasts, you know, we were kind of doing a little strategizing and then it really came down to this will be the final one for 2022. Can you believe that? What a thought, Kim, that what if, what if we could go back and it was December of 2021, mm. and we had 2022 to look forward to, but we know what we know now. Yes. What an interesting thing. I I just wonder for my postal family out there, for my federal family, knowing that at the end of January, leading into February, March, a huge announcement was going to be made about this thing called TSP transition. So go with me in your minds. It's not December of 2022. It's December of 2021. And we know in advance TSP transition is coming. What would you do differently? Mm. Oh my goodness, Kim. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I chased a rabbit. <laughs> no, I love that because you know what? That's those are things when we think about now. Again, we're we're sitting in the final week of 2022 and there are likely to be announcements coming in 2023 that that we have no idea that are getting ready to happen. That's right. And so the 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 best preparation we can do at this point is also to reflect on how we handled the the things that changed in 2022 as we're heading into the new year and you know and reflections of gratitude and you know a lot of people we take these times to talk about our families and you know um and looking in your business world um to reflect on what's been happening and you know this podcast has I mean we've grown and evolved and things are changing even as we've done the podcast this year and it's been a true delight you know to really get to know friends that you've met when you've gone to speak in places all over the country you know Elizabeth Enman is the president and founder of Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators and um and so when you see her, it's so neat when she gets those reports from you that you've been listening. <laughs> That's right. It is so much fun to go somewhere and they go, oh, I heard your podcast. That's so, that is so fun. Yeah. But as we got ready for this podcast, Kim, we talked about maybe the five highlights of 
2022 and we named things like you know the tsp transition the postal reform we're just coming out of open season for the federal employee health benefit plans and then you know gobs a conversation in the year 2022 about wpo gep that's the windfall provision offset um anyway the the, the stuff that affects Social Security for a lot of federal folks. And then just downright retirement is hard. Getting ready for retirement is hard. All that that, you know, implies. But just as we started up, Kim, and mm -hmm. I chased that little rabbit about going back a year mm -hmm. and looking forward into a year that's already happened, you know, I spend in my personal life a great deal of time. I usually start about October for sure, by the time November rolls, rolls around, I am personally reflecting on my life for the year. Mm -hmm. I go back through my journals, my notes, my, my uh, planning calendar, and I do a personal reflection. Why not do a business reflection? Why not think about your career and take some time and go back, as you said, list some gratitudes, things you're grateful for for the year, lessons learned of the year. Um, view it in the way that that is the foundation for us moving forward. You made a great point, Kim. There will be announcements made in 2023 mm -hmm. that have the potential to shake us mm -hmm. if we're not prepared. And it's funny that this conversation really is an impromptu conversation yeah. on this podcast yeah. that we didn't plan for. Uh, and yet on a personal level for me, Elizabeth Inman, mm -hmm. not that that matters to anybody out there, <laughs> but my word for 2023 is unshakable. Hmm. Um, I always just seek to find a word that's going to steady me, that's going to kind of be a foundational word for me for the next year. And it's unshakable. And yet... I can see the value in going back through the year 2022 because there was some major announcements made in the year 2022 that impacted postal and federal employees. That TSP transition impacted all of them. In fact, that impacted our military as well. Um, postal reform, while it seems as though postal reform only impacted um, postal employees, I can assure you, it's my belief, it's going to impact everybody before it's said and done. And we know we have events coming up for sure in 2024 that is a result of this postal reform. However, as I reflected back that mm -hmm. postal reform was announced in mm -hmm. 2022, what does that look like for 2023? I'm quite sure we need to be prepared for information that'll be coming out about postal reform. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that, you know, as we're talking and as you're listening, I, I can already feel it, Kim, that our listeners are sitting there thinking, oh, that's a good thing to do. Let's, let's mm -hmm. reflect on our past year. Let's, let's focus on those things we're grateful for, the lessons learned, and let that become a foundation for what is to come in 2023 mm -hmm. those announcements that might have a tendency to shake us that maybe we won't be as shakable yeah if we have spent this time reflecting and putting together a solid base for 2023 i love that i love it well as we're looking at the the highlights you mentioned 
um, that we had, of course, one of the biggest things that, that we talked about for quite a while through the podcast was the TSP transition. Yes. And, you know, the largest 401k type plan, the largest managed plan in the world, $732 billion, uh, inside of the TSP that affects 6.3 million people. Wow. That's massive. Mm -hmm. And they locked it down for two weeks. Mm -hmm. They shut you out of being able to access your funds. Now, hopefully it's going to be well worth it in the long run. Mm -hmm. A brand new record keeping system, adding the mutual funds. That, by the way, is not going over the best in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of course, what a year to do that. A year when our market has just been topsy-turvy. Yeah. But... Anyway, those TSP mutual funds are available to us. Those are decisions coming up in 2023. You may be contemplating for yourself, but what a monumental thing that I started working for the federal government in 1986. Oh my goodness, that <laughs> ages me. Four more years and that'll be 40 years. That's 30, over 36 years of, of time you know, in the federal space, and there's never been something as monumental as that, that TSP transition and the changes, you know, everything's online now. There's a mobile app now. You've got to go in and create a whole new, what's called the My Account. That's what they're calling it, My Account. Um, being able to access your funds. Wow. And wow. you know, for Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, Kim, we did our very first TSP Summit, and it was a wild hit. Mm -hmm. um, get ready, guys. Um, our next TSP Summit is happening in the first quarter of 2023. You'll be hearing us announce that. Uh, get ready moving forward. We're, we're starting webinars. It'll be available and we'll run specifically on specific topics starting in January. And every month there will be specific topics that will be covered in a webinar that you can sign up for. So awesome. those are things coming up for yeah. 2023. Yeah. But that TSP transition was a biggie, Kim. Yeah. I mean, in, it impacted everybody that is employed or retired from federal government or postal service. And then we also had um, postal reform. Mm -hmm. And and as you mentioned, I mean, we, we kind of select when we say that sometimes maybe another federal employee in an area might tune out thinking, oh, well, that's postal, it's not me. But you said it affects everybody. <laughs> it does. It does because... You know, postal reform is being hailed as the primary legislation that saved the Postal Service. Mm -hmm. It kept the Postal Service from going under. But what it did is it moved, or it will be moving, postal employees out of the umbrella of federal employee health benefit plans into their own umbrella of Postal Service health benefit plans. It mandates Postal Service employees when they reach retirement age, uh, age 65, um, and they're retired to, to enroll in Medicare Part B as a requirement to keep their federal employee, well, Postal Service health benefit plan. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That's big. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are, you know, some conversation out there that says, oh, but the premiums and the payouts of that will be the same. 
But really and truly, if you really look at the bill, it talks about they'll be the same for the current year, which is that will be the year 2025. But it could greatly impact the premiums and payouts of the federal employee health benefit plan because mm -hmm. it changes the risk pool that sets those rates. Um, the Postal Service is going to have its own risk pool called Postal Service uh, Health Benefit Plan. Who's to say? Was postal employees healthier than federal? Mm -hmm. Are federal healthier than postal? That's yet to be seen and only time will tell those things. But the fact that it impacted the Federal Employee Health Benefit Plan says that all federal employees better be paying attention. Mm -hmm. At least stay educated. Stay up to date on what is coming down the pike in these areas now that there's going to be a new Postal Service Employee Health Benefit Plan. Now that postal employees who were never mandated before to enroll in Medicare Part B will now be mandated that will impact even non-federal, wow. non-postal people that also have Medicare Part B. Wow. It's going to be much more widespread than what it may seem on the surface. Mm -hmm. Again, as we're, we're looking back at the year for 2022 and kind of reflecting on some of the major things that um, affected everybody in this space, in the federal employee benefit space, and we encourage you to share our podcast, by the way. We love for you to share it. We love for you to follow it, download it, um, make it a part of every time that we put on a new podcast, then you'll get a notification. And we love your feedback too, by the way. We love to hear from you. But um, we've just come out of open season, so it's another major time frame. It is. Yeah. And there is an open season every year. Um for postal and federal employees that's where they can make their selection of what health benefit plans they want to subscribe to what made this one so impactful for the year 2022 is this is our third year post-covid mm. if there is such a thing as post-covid mm. of course this is the last week in december of 2022 mm. and the news is full of um all yeah. these covid cases yeah. once again i mean my little tiny hometown here in oklahoma the, the school just right before christmas break went to the orange level that no visitors and and parents could go to the campus because mm -hmm. of covid mm -hmm. um so you know third year post-covid tongue-in-cheek saying that mm -hmm. uh, we saw across the board an average of eight 0.6% increases in the premiums. Mm. There were some health benefit plans for federal and postal employees that was available to them that went up over $6,000 in a year wow. in cost. I mean, there was some big, big awakenings that took place during this open season that once again mm -hmm. highlights the whole reason why federal employee benefit coordinators exist, mm -hmm. and that is to keep you educated, yeah. to keep you up to date and current on things that impact your current career and your planning for retirement and even impact you into retirement. Mm -hmm. Those are things we need to be paying attention to now. The other thing tying together highlight number two postal reform with highlight number three open season mm -hmm. is we'll go through an open season again in 2023, but all through 2023, those 
organizations that's going to participate in the Postal Service Employee Health Benefit Plan are gearing up and making their plans that will be available for open season in 2024. So we can't just put it to rest because it's not going to happen in 2023. We need to watch. There will be information coming out in the year of 2023 that will impact your decisions for open season in 2023 that then leads into the big changes coming in open season 2024. And then there was another um, highlight, and it has a bunch of letters. <laughs> it does That's indeed. all I know how to say it. <laughs> w- I'm definitely not the expert. <laughs> you know, all of the conversation about the WPO and the G- GPO, government provision offset, the uh, um, windfall provision offset, that strictly, oh my goodness, does it cut the benefits of Social Security re- recipients that um, was in under the civil service system or even a spousal um, survivor of those programs. There's a lot more involved in that. But 2022 saw a, a bills that was put before the House and uh, the Congress um, many, many years ago that had just set their idle and nothing had been done to all of a sudden it got brought back to the forefront uh, long about the end of summertime, early fall of 2022. It was, oh my gosh, it's going to pass. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to take place. And then just in the last few weeks, well, it looks like it's gone dormant again. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, just a topic that become hot mm-hmm. and then not mm-hmm. <laughs> in mm-hmm. 2022 that let's wait and see what happens in 2023. Yeah, But that makes a difference for people in their retirement decisions Mm -hmm. what happens with that particular bill Mm -hmm. you know there's another bill that wasn't on our our list but there's a bill that has also sat dormant for a long time that would allow all of our non-career time um temporary time that you may have worked for a federal agency or the postal service but did not pay into a retirement plan that it would become credible if you repaid your back um, um, you do a redeposit on uh, your retirement funds for those for those years. That also, oh my goodness, you would you you want to see a mass exodus of people retiring? Mm. If they were to pass that bill, that would make a lot of people eligible for retirement. That's something we need to pay attention to mm-hmm. coming up in 2022, 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know it's kind of tied to that WPO GPO. Um, bill. So keeping up with legislative um, bills and the actions of uh, our Congress and our House is important to federal and and postal employees. Without a doubt, you need to pay attention to what's going on. So we're here to try to bring those things to your attention, to give you some details about them, answer your questions. If you want to call us, call the office 833-693-3388. And we'll have those kind of uh, discussions with you. Awesome. Is there any other highlight besides before we get ready to talk about kind of looking forward? Did I miss something? Well, you know, highlight number five. Is it a highlight? I When I thought about, you know, what I wanted to call it, it just doggone it. Retirement from federal government's hard. Mm. <laughs> it, I, I get that all the time. I had somebody sit in my chair today 
that flat out said if they hadn't come to us to get help with the paperwork and the decisions that's required in that paperwork, they they didn't know if they could retire or not. And they were as serious as serious could mm. be. Highly intelligent people, but that paperwork was so daunting to them. And the wording inside of the paperwork was was just downright scary, mm. knowing that whether or not his wife would be provided for based on the way he filled out his paperwork was he had already delayed retirement twice. Wow. Um, just because of the paperwork. Retirement is hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard whether you're federal or postal or not. Mm -hmm. I think getting to that place, if you have not spent some time and energy putting together a plan mm -hmm. and having a good solid plan in place, it's hard. Retirement mm -hmm. is hard. And we've certainly seen that in the people we've met with and helped in 2022. But it's a topic for you to think about getting ready to start 2023. Regardless of where you're at in your career, you're one year closer. Yeah. One year right, closer. Right. Whether you're in your 20s That's or 30s. Kim, what I wouldn't give. I was 26 years old when I went to work for the Postal Service. What I wouldn't give to have had the knowledge base I have now back then to start my planning literally almost everything that i did for my retirement i would have done differently mm -hmm. if i'd had the education and knowledge of a good solid strategic plan in place prior to retirement that i think is the word for 2022 heading into 2023 because the the mission as you have said and it's on the website for federal employee benefit coordinators is so much more than retirement based on a date mm -hmm. um, that is moving away from retiring based on a date into retirement based on solid financial data and that is why because you lived that and experienced that. And so as we wrap up today, I'm going to give you the last word, which is, is usually I have it, but you know, it's been a delight for 2022, my friends. Um, thank you for joining us. We have great podcasts coming up in 2023, but um, you know, I, I think it's been a great year of information and I'm honored to be hosting this podcast with you, Elizabeth, but, um, I'd like, and, and I'd like to say, um, you know, ha uh, happy new year, you know, happy new year to you, uh, have a safe and wonderful end of your year. But, um, Elizabeth, what would you like to say to the listeners as we wrap it up? You know, I really would just wrap it up with the best is yet to come. It is the best is yet to come. The more educated you are, there's power in education. The fact that you would listen to a broadcast like this, follow a podcast, share this podcast with others, you know, is a testament uh, that you are preparing. You are getting yourself ready. You are being proactive with your benefits. We all know that we are under attack when it comes to our benefits. They are wanting to slash benefits, take benefits away, change the benefits we have. We owe it to ourselves. You guys work hard every single day um, to create a good life, a good retirement for you and your family. 
And so I, I'm just going to encourage you. The best is yet to come because you're doing what it takes to stay educated. You're putting together a good solid plan and you're reaching out and letting the professionals who are trained in these areas come alongside of you and help you. So thank you for that. And so stay positive, you know, look to the future, get your word for 2023, you know, put a good solid plan in place and let's just, let's just kill it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> we'll see you in 2023. Thank you for joining us today. At Federal Employee Benefit Coordinators, we want to help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. Call us at 833-693-3388 or on the web at febcnow.com.